This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Big hypothetical for you coming up here in a second when it comes to the Browns. 216-578-0092 or, or not or, but and, uh, we'll talk to Paul Hoynes at 1 o'clock. We'll talk to him about the Guardians as they get set. First game of the season is what? Saturday. First game of the uh, Cactus League is on Saturday. So we'll look forward to talking to him about that. They had some bad weather there yesterday. It sounds like they had to be inside. Oh, I feel so bad for those guys. Sports Radio 92.3 The Fan is looking for a winner. Text the word. Today is what? Thursday. Twist. T-W-I-S-T. T-W-I-S-T. Text that word. To two zero three five seven two zero three five seven right now for your chance to win a pair of pavilion tickets to Tedeschi Trucks Band with special guest Ziggy Marley. That is July nineteenth at Blossom Music Center as a part of the Minutemen concert series. Tickets are on sale. Pavilion only show this Friday ten a.m. at LiveNation.com. You have until the end of the hour to enter and win. Text and data rates may apply. Get complete rules at ninety two three thefan dot com again. Text the word TWIST, T-W-I-S-T, to 20357 to be a winner. Or at least have a chance to be a winner, I should say. Uh, I am Andy Baskin. He is Daryl Ryder. Again, Paul Hoynes is going to join us at 1 o'clock. You want the hypothetical now, or did you want to talk a little bit more about what Daryl had to say? You know what? I I think Daryl kind of had the same reaction that we did when it came to Bubba Ventron. Okay, cool. He's the assistant coach. We know the chain of command. That makes sense. That's what helped get him out of the Colts. I think the roster gymnastics that they're about to be in the middle of right now will be something to keep an eye on. As Nick Shook told us, I think a week ago, look, the cap is a myth. And the Browns guys that are in charge are, are in charge for a reason. It was weird. Yesterday, Chris Rose made it sound like that we have to worry about the cap. But everyone else that we've talked to, they said, eh, whatever, they'll figure it out. It, they kick the can. They're going to kick the can down the road. It's part of being a contender in your championship window would be the – I think official way to put it, even though that whole statement makes me ill. Um, you just kind of kick the can down the road on some things, and and you do some gymnastics, and they'll be under the cap, and they'll be able to make some moves and help out this team in a couple different areas. Hopefully, again, defensive tackle, defensive end, maybe find another wide receiver. I don't know if they'll be 
in for a lot of the big guys, unless it'll be older big guys looking for one-year deals. But something to keep an eye on, and that's going to be the combine too, is the rumor mill will start swirling. So stay locked in. All right. You want the hypothetical? You ready for this? Are we going to make people mad with this one? Oh, of course. You think so? Absolutely. 216-578-0092. It's you not know this hi- fan base. I know. It's not hypothetical uh, Wednesday. It's hypothetical Thursday because Jeff's not here. Because Jeff really does not like hypotheticals, does he? <laughs> Let's be honest. I'm not throwing this. him under the bus. I'm not throwing him under the bus. He just doesn't like doing it. I'm not a big fan of hypotheticals either. I love them. Give me sliding doors. Give me fake trades. Give me hypotheticals. Let's Except go. I talked to a couple people about this one. And it was it was just people that I – that's not really a thing. It's people that I respect that were like, we were just kind of sitting around talking about, you know, how does this team get better? And, I, you know, the general feeling is if you talk to anybody that has a pulse and is a Browns fan, they'll tell you that it's all on Deshaun Watson, right? Right? Doesn't it feel that way? Like everything feels like it's going to rotate around Deshaun Watson and that if this team's going to have success and growth, it's going to have to start with him and then everything else is going to have to go after that, right? Yes. All right. He was awful last year. Like, I, I think a lot of people might be seeing it a little bit rosy going, ah, six games. You know, I, he was getting used to it. He was out for two years. He was awful. I mean, his it was a bad completion percentage. He was missing open receivers. He wasn't reading right. And this whole thing of not being on the field and not knowing what's going on, he was in practice for a month leading up to this, and it still looked like that. He was bad. Again, he needed – I mean, he was off for, what, 7,000 days. So, or was that in 20,000 days? I can't remember. I just, I. How long was Aaron Rodgers in the. In the I do think he got better from the beginning of the season to the end. That I do. From when he started to where he, I mean, especially if you go back to the preseason game, man, he was a mess. He was a mess in that preseason game. And we only saw a super small sample of where he was. I, I What's your level of confidence with him returning to where he was? Let me ask you that because I don't know if I've ever asked you that. Boy, I, my level of confidence getting back to us is about 80%. Like, I still think there's a 20% failure rate on this thing. I'm like 60-40. Really? You think there's a 40% chance of failure? Uh, yeah. To getting back to where he was, I, I don't know if he'll ever get back to where he was. But you got to think he didn't do something for close to two years. And if you stop doing anything for close to two years and then pick it back up, it takes a lot to get there. And it takes a lot to get to the level where you were. And, and he's saying all the right things, and I'm sure he's working out and he's working hard and all that stuff. We're not putting any of that into question. But, right. man, it's an uphill battle. I mean, it's – sure, the arm strength may be there, but it's it's the processing that takes place. It's the identification of defenses. It's even the evolution of defenses in the last two years of the, people doing different things and all of that kind of stuff that's all changed since he last took a snap in the league. So – I'm, and hey, maybe this is overreaction theater, and I come back and bite it. And I hope that's the case because it means that the that the uh, Browns are winning games, and that's what we all want. That's right. All right, man, I'm concerned. All right, here it is. This is a hypothetical. Don't drive off the road. It's a hypothetical, okay? And it was somebody I was talking to that I, I kind of trust, and I know is is plugged in a little bit. Not saying that it's it's actually going to happen. Just just understands what's going on. How's that sound? Somebody, a respected person that you talk to, right? Is that a fair way to put it? Run with it. All right. He looked at me and he goes, ah, well, you know, if they got to figure something out here and they've got to get better and they don't have the draft picks because they gave them away in the trade, would you think about trading Miles Garrett? First of all, I said no right there. I was just like, no. 
And then he started adding on to it. I was like, oh, all right, I'll listen. So the the story went like this. He said, would you trade Miles Garrett for two firsts and two seconds? And I was like, wow, man. <sighs> like, I, I don't know. I said no. I said no because we've already struggled enough on the line the last last year that why would you want to rebuild a piece that you don't have to rebuild? And is that worth two firsts and a second? Uh, I, I don't know. Just knowing who Miles Garrett is, I'm not trading him. Then I asked the same question to Daryl Ryder on the podcast. And, I mean, seriously, it went like this. I was like, would you trade Miles Garrett for two firsts and two seconds? And it went like this. He took forever to answer the question. (laughs) He really had to think about it. And he came back and he said, three firsts. I want what we got for Deshaun Watson. That's what I want. Because there's no way you can say losing Miles Garrett would be worth, you know, in that and the way he put it. Listen to the podcast if you want more from Daryl on that. But, you know, his point was three first is the where we start on this trade. If you were to trade Miles Garrett. There are two reasons why I wouldn't do the deal. And initially, I said I wouldn't do the deal for the two first and two seconds was, one, again, you know what you have with Miles Garrett. Why would you replace something that isn't broken and doesn't need to be fixed? That was the second part of it. That was the first part. The second part is... <clears throat> Do I trust the Browns front office to go out and get me two players in the first round that are going to equal the play that you're going to get out of Miles Garrett? And the answer historically is no. I don't. So I would rather have what's known than what's unknown. It, it, the three first picks made it very hard, though, for me to go like, it's like, wow, man, three first picks for Miles Garrett? I might think about it. And then again, it depends on the team. If you're sending him to a good team that's probably going to win a Super Bowl, it's not worth it. It's like, five second rounds if you went three first and two seconds and they're a team that's at the back end of the first round of the draft. I mean, would you trade Miles Garrett for five second rounders? I no. no. So that's that's kind of how I looked at it. What what was your thought? If you pumped it up to three first and started there and then figured out the rest after that, what would you say? I think it took a while though to start thinking. Yeah, it my answer would be no, because I think premier pass rushers have become so valuable in the league that when you get one, you should hold on to it for dear life. I mean, I saw, I'll use Brian Burns as the perfect example, who's a defensive end for the Carolina Panthers. Had an awesome season. I don't know how many people saw in this area, saw Brian Burns play. Guy is unbelievable to the point where the Rams called up and I think offered two firsts and the, and the Panthers said no. And kind of for the exact same thing, finding premier pass rushers has become really hard. And it's become so important in this league with how exotic everybody wants to be on the back end of defenses. You know, We've seen how corners have been getting paid. We've seen how defensive ends are getting paid. So I think the fact that I have one who is paid would make me say no. Now, if you called up and said three, and it was to a team that, let's say the Raiders, and the reason right. I picked the Raiders is it's a team that... I think Dallas would do this in a minute with us. Just it's a, keep going. It's a team that has a track record of thinking that they're better than they really are and thinking that they're closer than they really are. Mm-hmm. Then I might do it because I may stumble into a top 10 to 12 pick out of this whole thing where I can turn around and use it to get the premier pass rusher out of Georgia or Alabama or whomever you want to look at in this draft. That would be the only way that I would look at it is if I knew 
I was going to walk out with the better end. Like, almost what the Eagles did with, um, oh, was that the Marcus Davenport trade with the Saints where they ended up getting Devontae Smith and picks? And that's trade, the bottom. Yeah. Where they, they basically looked out and said, okay, we know that we can get, we could, this team needs to win now and this team is in there and that team doesn't have a quarterback who can take them to where they want to go in Jameis Winston. Let's make that trade because next year that's going to turn out to be the move that I want to make because I can get my guy. That's the only way that I could do it. And I remember when they made that trade thinking like, oh, man, the Saints, that's probably a smart move because the Saints could go right into the tank because they don't have a quarterback and it's Jameis Winston who's running the whole show. It would have to be something like that where I'm looking at the team going, man, this could head south in a hurry where I could really benefit. If it's not going to be that team, if it's Dallas where I know they're going to be competent and I know they're going to be run well, I'm not making that move. But if it's like the Raiders – Maybe the Colts, because some of the stuff the Colts have done lately have been kind of off the wall. Boy, it'd be harder for me to slam the phone down. But if it's like the Niners calling me up and saying, like, hey, uh, we'll do that, that's that's clank. Yeah, I, I know. it's a, <clears throat> excuse me, a hypothetical that we were sitting around thinking about the other day. And I'm curious, sorry, I'm just curious what you think. And it made me think, but not enough. I'm just not doing it. If If another team offered the Browns two firsts and two seconds or – would you ask for more? The way Daryl said, the conversation starts at three first. Would you do it? Would you trade them? And especially knowing that you're doing it for draft picks and you know, what's coming up. 216-578-0092. 216-578-0092. That is the number to call in. Uh, Paul Hoynes is going to join us at 1 o'clock. Jeff Phelps is off today. My name's Andy Baskin. His name is Dan Manigan. He's sitting in today. He normally produces the show, but he is just a great sidekick so he's also Aww, hanging you. in with us as well today and meredith is here too 216-578-0092 what were you gonna say all right so our twitter matches are powered by shiba jewelers cleveland's premier jewelry store and you can always tweet the show at cle talking heads I, everyone's mad at us we we Why have truly upset the locals the the people are angry why well someone brought this up to me i didn't get angry with them i had a conversation with them about it and then you're going to tell me you're an idiot for even speaking it. Well, that's fine. I can live with that. At least we're having a conversation. Well, so that and that's where it starts. And so that's that's real Xavier P on Twitter. Whoever asked the Miles Garrett trade is an idiot. You give up your best player on a unit of weakness is insane. We have secondary, which is our strength. So yes, trade a defensive back for the first, but you don't have to use that pick to get the replacement. You can't trade from weak units, only units of strength. I get that, and that makes total sense. 110%, especially because everybody looks at this team and says, all right, full regular offseason. You've you've redone your defensive staff. You've redone your special teams. Got your offense there. Let's go. Super Bowl time. Let's go. Come on. Deep playoff run time. Come on. Get it together. All right, so there's one. So there's one right there. Janine Hang on. Let me, let, me, let me reset and let of people course. know exactly what we were talking about. It was just a conversation. It was just like, hey, you know, this team really needs help and they don't have – a lot of draft picks, would you be willing to trade Miles Garrett? And I was like, no. And then they were like, would you be willing to try trade Miles Garrett for two firsts and two seconds? And I was like, no, still not doing it. I'm like, you know, you look at this team, we struggle just to get good players in here in the first place. You've got a, a great player. Why would we give up on that? Especially for the unknown. And let's face it, not all first round draft picks or second round draft picks Work out. I think you know that, Browns fans. I don't think you need me to tell you that. So I said no. But then I had the conversation with Daryl, and Daryl came back and said to me, this was on It's Always Game Day in Cleveland. He said, the conversation starts at three first-round draft picks. 
and then anything after that, maybe. But the conversation would have to start with, hey, three first-round draft picks for Miles Garrett. Are you doing it? I don't, I don't know that anybody's doing it. That's another point. So give me another. So we had a little bit of reaction. Go ahead. And my going. answer to that one is no, unless I'm doing it to a team like the Raiders where I know this could all fall, like just topple down on top of them like it has so many times before. Yeah, and there's a dangerous the play here, too, it. that if you trade them to a good team and they're in the back end of the draft, I mean, they essentially could become like second rounders, so then you'd be five second rounders if you were under Daryl. And I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. I don't Five second rounders? Why? Why, why when you've got... If you've got the gold standard, why would you walk away from it? Janine chimes in with first time listening to you since our season ended and we're talking about trading miles. Turn it back off. Full stop. Hashtag go Browns. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, Janine, that hypotheticals uh, don't do it to open up an interesting conversation and make you think a little uh, can upset you so much. I'm sorry. That's okay. We just wanted to hey, people look at things and think. Put it this way. If a team called up and offered three first round picks for Miles Garrett, I don't think Andrew Barry slams the phone down. I think there is a conversation that takes place there. I think this entire roster could be moved if the price is right. It's kind of like the Guardians in that regard. The Guardians will tell you, and Chris Antonetti will tell you, that every single player has a price that could be moved. And I think it's the same thing with the Browns. Every single player has a price. And if you pick up the phone and hit that price, then it becomes a conversation. RW says people are have to be drinking after saying no. There is no team that would give up three first-rounders. By the way, there's no team at all that would do that. If somebody offered you a first-rounder and a couple second-rounders, you'd have to think about it. And it's tough for a premier pass rusher on top of that. That's the other side of it. Those have become so important that that position has in the NFL. So I I wonder, yes, I would love to do defensive back over, you know, maybe a a, a Denzel Ward conversation that would fall in that regard. Right. You know, something maybe a Greg Newsom, since you're, you know, you hear rumblings every so often. He didn't love playing in the slot, and everybody was like, "Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Get over it." <laughs> but I'm, I'm not going nuts doing it. Put it this way: I'm not picking up the phone and calling other teams. With yeah, them. I just don't, I, just, I, I don't see it happening. But it was a good conversation that we had the other day. It was a good conversation we just had with you. Two one six five seven eight double zero ninety two. All right, let me throw this at you because I talked about this at the top of the show. Um, the Rubber Ducks do some really, really good promotions. In fact, you were looking at one that's right in front of you. Right? Yeah, they a while ago we we have a Les Levine bobblehead doll or a bobblehead that's right here that always greets me every single day. So, yeah, so they, they'll do all sorts of cool. I stuff. was looking through. They have a ton of promotions for the Rubber Ducks. So I was looking through it this morning and I was just laughing at the "There's a Jabroni in my Cincinnati Chili" giveaway. I think that's hysterical. Of uh, course, the quote from Travis Kelsey at yeah. the AFC Championship game. When the mayor of Cincinnati basically called them out and said that I think that's not where the Burrow head stuff started, but that Joe Burrow is better than Patrick Mahomes and the Bengals are better than the Yeah, I also think that you know minor league teams do a great job of giveaways. They always have, always will. You know, I think the big leagues took them a long time to catch up with it, especially here, because we really didn't need it. During the sellout streak, I mean fireworks people were coming for fireworks. There's fireworks that night too on the there's a jabroni in my Cincinnati chili fireworks night. Um, on Saturday, April 22nd, they'll do, that's a spicy duck. It's a chef hat giveaway for the first thousand fans. Also fireworks. (laughs) I just picked the top 10 ones. I thought were the best ones they did. That's pretty good. They're doing, I thought this was super creative because, you know, Cinco de Mayo is always a big thing for Hispanic heritage celebration. They're going to do seis de Mayo. They must not play or for some, no, they are. They do fireworks on May 5th. So they're doing seis de Mayo. So you can have fun on Friday and then come Absolutely. back on the 6th. I thought that was good.
one, this was probably one of my favorite. There are two that I thought were just off the wall. Okay. On Thursday, May 25th, they're doing the I Peaked in High School night. <laughs> I thought that was fantastic. Is that like if you walk it in your Letterman jacket and it says, you know, you get the letter for basketball, band, all that kind of stuff? I but guess they play glory days at every intermission too, right? Like pretty much, yeah. Just to throw that old speedball in there. Here's another like good one. On Saturday, May 27th, hold up your britches night. It's a belt buckle giveaway. I feel like that fits right in our conversation about TikTok earlier. I, so I thought this was neat, too. Karen Parsons' bobblehead and Parsons' VIP appearance. Do you know what Karen Parsons is? I do not. Do you? Meredith, do you know what Karen Parsons is? She was the sister on uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Oh, okay. I had to look it up. Okay, okay. And I was like, oh, that's not bad. Younger or older? Um, What do you mean younger or older? Sister. Vivian? The older, okay. Yeah, the older yeah. sister. Yeah. All right, cool. Uh, Friday, Sorry, June, everybody. I'm, June uh, 23rd. Used car giveaway. Used car giveaway. <laughs> Most places are giving away new cars. They're giving away used cars. We got a 1986 Dodge Shadow, and if someone hits a triple, you have to pay for the new muffler. I got to tell you, my favorite is when the uh, Indians, then Indians, did the airplane giveaway. So you would have, if you came to the ballpark with your bags packed, and normally it would be during a doubleheader. They would do it during the seventh inning stretch. I can't remember. They would have, like, four couples stand out there. And they all had their bags packed, and they had no idea where they were going, and they randomly picked a winner. And then they just went to the airport and got on a plane and left. I thought that was fun. Next on AMC <laughs> used car giveaway night, this next pitch, however far it goes, will be how many miles are on your new used car. Oh, that's a good one, So too. if it goes over the fence, you get a used car with 350,000 miles on it. All right, here's another one. I don't know. What, what are they going to do for this? Ready? On July 7th, they're doing Devil Strips Night. Do you know what a Devil Strip is? So isn't that like the Hot Wing Challenge type of thing? Is that what that is? Oh, I don't think so. Do you know what a Devil Strip is? I have is? no idea. You don't know? I always thought the Devil Strip was the, uh, we used to call it the front lawn. It's the area, isn't it the area between your sidewalk and the street? You mean the tree lawn? Tree lawn, tree lawn yeah. Or the, we used to call it the front lawn at my house. Uh, or, uh, or the other thing is, is it's grass median in between the street where they take Two lanes on one side, you have a grass median in the middle, then you have it. Like, you could go play football in there. The only problem is you go to catch a pass, and there's a car coming by. Next thing you know, you look like Enrico Palazzo. So, uh, another one. I'm playing eight on seven. Yes. I hear you playing eight on seven. Somebody gets hit. On Saturday, July 22nd, they're going to do this is another great one, man. He's not the greatest color man in the league for nothing, folks. Monty the Color Man bobblehead. That's pretty good. I, I I was really impressed that with one, this. That one is pretty entertaining. I always appreciated the dynamite uh, droppings. And then the last one that there are two more that kind of stuck out, but this one stuck out a little bit more. Sauerkraut balls night. Those are, are they good, giving man. away like ten thousand free sauerkraut balls? Those are good. Deep fried sauerkraut ball. That's giving good them stuff. away? I don't know what it's. It's sauerkraut balls night. I don't, it doesn't say what they're, if they're I'm, actually I'm, giving them away. Usually, or not. what they'll do is they'll bread them and then fry them, and you know you kind of have it in a ball, and you can you know. All that kind of good stuff. Dip it in some kind of dressing, you know, to go earlier. Uh, Closer to a thousand island. They're doing mustache appreciation night. There's a fun one. I laughed when I saw this one. People that read the news on TV night. Okay. That sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, And then. Just a whole lot of Kent Brockman. They are doing a Joe Thomas bobblehead night. And the last one, I'll do this one. Uh, Do you want my mixtape? That is a night. (laughs) 
thousand dollar. They're doing a thousand dollar cash dash. That now that mixtape is it the newer mixtape where it's the mix CD that you put burnt songs on, or are you waiting for the song to hit the radio to hit play and record at the same time? Oh, that was so old school. We used to do that all oh, the time. You so never hard. did that. Yeah, I did. You're not old oh, enough yeah, to man. have done that. Oh yeah, man. I got a couple of. Those. I used to actually like if they had a you know one of the local stations or somebody that was having a live concert or something like that. I'd make sure I hit record on the tape player so I had the concert. The worst is when you would call the station and make a request and you'd get through and they're like, oh, yeah, we'll play that for you. Never. <laughs> Never. Or you'd get really excited because you talked to the DJ and thought you would be on the air and in reality it wasn't going to happen. You were hoping the DJ was going to say your name in the break? Uh-huh. I don't know. Exactly. Or Uncle Vic would leave his microphone open so he could hear everything he was saying during the song. You're not old enough for that one, do you? That one I don't know. That was an old, I think it was it was G98 at the time, which is now 98.5. Our sister station right next door. Speaking of tuning in, tune into the fan weekdays at 720, 1020, and 420 for a word to be announced. Then text that word to 20357 by the end of the hour to be registered to win a four-pack of tickets to the MAC tournament semifinals on Friday, March 10th at 5 p.m. at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. Decks and data rates apply, or may apply. Get rules at 923thefan.com. We talk a little baseball when we camp. Come back. Paul Hoynes, PlainDealerCleveland.com. He's next. Baskin and Phelps with Dan Menigan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 